Hi everybody, welcome to the Science of Golf Performance. My name is Tyler and with me is... I'm Alex. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to talk about whether or not it's appropriate for juniors to be lifting weights. Nope, definitely not. Stop. Cut. No more. Can't talk oh, about it. Yes, that, is, that seems to be um, the misconception, I guess, is uh, I oversee the junior program here at Par for Success and what happens very so often is parents bring their child in and they complete their first initial assessment and they come straight to me and they ask me right away is, is my son or daughter going to be lifting weights? And my first answer to them is, well, first we're going to check and see where they are developmentally. Have they hit puberty yet? Where are they with their stages of training? And then eventually, yes, they, they will be lifting weights. It, um, all the juniors who train with us here and as well train online, they, they do actually strength train with um, and overload with dumbbells, kettlebells, uh, weight plates. And yeah, we do believe that juniors should be lifting weights, even though it can sometimes be considered a myth, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely a myth that's actually been debunked. And we know that we have a lot of very young prepubescent kids here that do strength training and resistance training. Now, that doesn't mean we're putting a heavy barbell on a six-year-old back. Uh, but they are going through movements and learning the movements so that later on for long-term development, they are able to strength train appropriately and it's going to help them in the long run. Yeah, I think I always explain it. I had this conversation with a junior parent the other day. and It was, you know, if you're prepubescent, really the goal is we're teaching them how to squat, how to hinge, how to press, how to pull, how to do all these things in a fundamental manner where they are proficient, they do them well, um, they kind of can do the movements and there's going to come, they don't have the hormones yet. So there's, you're not going to build tons of muscle because they don't have the testosterone and the growth hormone, that sort of a thing. Um, but you can create some very well moving athlete, you know, explosive, they understand jump mechanics, landing mechanics, you know, all these fundamental athletic patterns. And then they're going to hit puberty and then they get awkward, especially the boys, they turn to like baby giraffes, like they never walked before. <laughs> and I find sometimes you got to retrain, like I had yeah. one of our like best athletes prepubescent had like an amazing dad like never really had to coach him at all yeah. he had puberty and the kid that looked like he had never touched a barbell ever before in his life right and then but then he kind of gets to that awkward stage and then now he's a beast mm -hmm. because he had all that fundamental uh groundwork like laid prior whereas if you wait until high school or for some kids it's not sophomore junior year till like <laughs> the puberty really hits like you're late now you have to start with the fundamentals instead of just Boom, moving on to the next stage. Right. It's almost the most important time, I think, in a child's career is to, when they're in that puberty stage, is to have the background and knowledge of how to correctly move and squat and hinge. And because in that puber puberty stage, you know, the hormones are high and this is when recovery is the highest, like in your life. And if you're soaking up, it's like legal steroids for kids. Yeah. <laughs> like they're soaking up those gains. This is we're going to gain the most strength in the shortest amount of time. It's going to be ingrained in their bodies the most, you know, proficiently. And so, yeah, it's almost the opposite of dangerous. Like this is the time where it should be consistent training and you should be reaping the benefits of it. Yeah, definitely. I think it comes from I guess from my thought process is I think of a movement quality versus a movement quantity and that's where with that um, initial junior athlete coming in you want that movement quality and before puberty is that time to be developing that that foundation because that's going to set them up for a large base to be able to train off of and eventually I would assume a junior athlete's goal ultimate goal would be to become a college athlete someday and to be able to get to that point there you have to start with that base and kind of like Chris and Alex mentioned if you skip that point 
and you don't hit it till that puberty or just even after puberty, you have to start from so far back and it, it almost causes you to have to backtrack in a way. Yeah. Well, I think and then if, you know, A, it's just good for development in general, but I think if you're looking at the competitive landscape of golf, like kids are starting at 10, 11, 12. We typically don't start before 10 unless somebody is, you know, a nine-year-old who developmentally is like 12 or 11. Um, but, you know, the reason before, Prior to that, they should be playing other sports. We're encouraging mm-hmm. them to climb, yeah. climb trees, play tag, like, like yeah. do the kids stuff. But then once you hit that 10 to 12, like start, you're not lifting. We say like you're working out. So not, you're not lifting tons of, like people say, oh, they're going to lift weights, like oh, heavy weights. And no, they're, they're not heavy per se in terms of how we would necessarily lift weights, but they're going to be challenging. They're mm-hmm. going to be tired when they leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they're obviously you want it under the supervision of an expert coach who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. that there's a, like an actual plan. It's not just throwing random crap at them and saying, mm-hmm. get sweaty and tired over the next hour so mm-hmm. you, while your mom and dad are paying me and I'll see you later. Um, so there is a plan to it and it's very structured and mm-hmm. if done correctly, it can be massively beneficial. Right. And then I think you get into, you know, the junior who is starting to play a lot. They've decided that golf is their sport and yeah, the parents are encouraging them to play year-round and getting them into tournaments all over the place. Now it becomes even more of a necessity to make sure they're strength training appropriately year-round. Um, they're swinging so much at this point that we need to make sure that they're strong enough to control it. Um, a lot of the juniors here are hypermobile, a lot of the girls especially, and we need to make sure that we use strength training as a tool to combat that, but make sure that they're not at high risk for injuries. Yeah, exactly. And that's where kind of talk about layering. At first, you start with your junior athlete, you develop that foundation, those movement patterns. And um, from there, that's where Alex is kind of talking about now is you think about durability of an athlete. Hey, if you have that foundational base, you have your movement patterns on lockdown and you're strong throughout those movement patterns, you're going to be a lot more durable come your later years in high school once you become that, that sophomore, junior, senior and hit the important time when it comes to college recruiting to where you can spend more time on the golf course and less time on the PT table. Yeah, well, I think the way I look at it is like, we'll use roughly ages, obviously this is different based on development, but let's say like that 10 to 12 prepubescent, that's that's just super important just to lay a foundation. If you want your junior to be the best possible athlete down the road, they should, they need to be quote unquote lifting weights. They need to be in a long-term development program. I think then you get to the pubescent, let's say like 13, 14, maybe the 15 on the boys' side, they're a little bit later. Like, A, it's going to help minimize the awkwardness of movement. It's mm-hmm. going to help, again, continue as they're getting to being out of puberty and ready to really put on muscle. And they're, you're continuing to set that foundation and continuing to help their development. Once they're out of puberty, like let's just say like 15, you know, basically high school, mm-hmm. like sophomore on, if you're not weight training throughout the entire year, you are saying, I want to get hurt. Like yeah. your chances of getting hurt with the amount of golf junior golf golfers play these days is insane. Like oh the chances are so, like it's it's guaranteed. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when are you going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so people watch and say, "Oh, I'm 18. I played. I never got hurt." Well, if you're playing college, it's probably coming. It's just right. Mm-hmm. We've worked with enough golfers. Like something, you're going to hit a tuft of love grass, and your wrist is going to snap. Like mm-hmm. your tendon is going to go. Or like people who are just totally healthy. Like if you're not taking care of yourself and giving yourself every possible opportunity to stay healthy, not to mention the performance benefits that right. you're going to gain by lifting. Um, I think you're just leaving a ton, a ton on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I think from, 
from what I see specifically with, with some of the juniors here is what can be so frustrating is when we take them through an entire cycle of training, an entire 12 to 13 week cycle of training and they finish and they absolutely blew it up on their post-test. They seven gained miles seven an miles an hour on COVID speed and they wrap it up and say, that's it. That's good. Like I'm right where I need to be getting into the season. And it's just like, you want to pull your hair out. And then, yeah, exactly. You see them back three, four months later, and they're seeing Chris or Bobby, and they're lying on the PT table. They're hurt, and their speed is back to where it was. Yeah, and that is just from where we are at. It just can be quite frustrating, actually, because that kind of just goes back to what Chris is saying. That's where um, we we know what we're doing. We are professionals. So if you come to us and you say you're playing four to five days a week and you're playing a full round each day, it's like okay, like we know exactly how to back off training and how to complement that. So that way we can avoid that 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 backtracking when you're getting so injured. Later you get on. to the fall, you're not injured, and you not only have the seven that you gained in the spring or the off season, but you probably have another three to four. Yeah, yeah. I hope those points really kind of make people less scared of the weight training and the strength mm-hmm. training for their kids, and you know the the benefits outweigh the. They're the bad parts. You know what I'm trying to say. I can't spit words out right now, but benefits <laughs> outweigh the, the risk risk yeah. reward. Yeah, there we go. Words are hard, but yeah, I hope that really uh, kind of it's a lot of parents kind of take that into consideration when introducing their kid to a long golf season. Yeah, uh, I think from a parent's point of view is talking about injury and risk of injury. If, if you want what's best for your child, you'll help promote this and and let them um, let your child know or educate them. On exactly what we're saying right now is that if you want your child to be a college athlete and you want them to go on and have success and be uh, free of injury or free of risk of injury, you invest in that year-round pro- training program and yeah. invest in having a professional take your child through a long-term development plan because that is exactly what is going to get them there. And that's what's going to keep them uh, on the course longer and keep them towards achieving their goals. Yeah. And it's not that we're going to totally eliminate the risk of injury, but what it does do is it gives them a chance that if they do have a tweak in their back or the likelihood that they're going to be out for a prolonged period of time is definitely decreased mm-hmm. the stronger, more trained athlete is. So, Yeah. So um, I hope this educated everybody really well on juniors and the long-term development idea. Uh, if you like the video, please definitely go ahead, hit that like button, and be sure be sure to share it with all your friends. And uh, stay tuned in for the next one.